Welcome to Uplate with D8. Uplate with D8 is your go-to podcast for everything D8 escapades, don't you? <laughs> oh my god, why did you do that? <laughs> why? I wasn't trying to mess you up. You were doing so good, just keep I was, going. I was doing so good, I look keep up going. and it's extreme close-up. Shoot. Uh, is your go-to podcast for everything D8 Escapades, Dungeons and & Dragons, and more. With session recaps, cast interviews, and fun with all the members of D8 Escapades, Uplate with D8 has it all. <laughs> I did indeed mess up. Woo! I mean, <laughs> you were killing it until Jaren felt the need to get right up there. Yeah, put that on me. <laughs> well, yeah! <clears throat> Duh. Obviously. <laughs> we are back. Okay, so we did a cast interview last week. We talked to talked to Naya, our we druid. Did. And now we're gonna talk to Ace, our paladin, played by Jaren, who is a return player, as many of you will know, and yeah. former fan favorite last season. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, you know, you know I just have I just have a knack to make an absolute banger character. That's just what I do. <laughs> Yeah. Well, okay, so with that little segue, my first question for you is how did you approach making Ace compared to how you approached making Jack? Um, how is that different for you? Honestly, I think that <clears throat> Jack and Ace are complete solar opposites because Jack okay. kind of doesn't give a fuck about anything. And he was just looking for a mm -hmm. paycheck and people to hit. And Ace is all about trying to find his purpose kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And he cares about everyone, even the people he doesn't know. So, yeah, mm -hmm, I just mm -hmm, kind of mm -hmm. wanted to do something different. Oh, very cool. I wanted to play something other than a barbarian, which mm -hmm. I've been doing every campaign <laughs> since this oh, Yeah. Yeah. Because Kron was yeah. a barbarian. And then Jack yeah. was a barbarian. Kron, Jack. So when you decided kind of like class and race, how did you settle on the race you picked for Ace and then the class you chose for Ace? Because like you wanted to switch it up from Barbarian. So you went Paladin, but then why his race? Um, well, I'll do the first one first. I went Paladin <clears throat> mostly because I think honestly, if I was a class in real life, I would be a Paladin. Because I'm all about like, you know, sticking up for the little guy and the right thing and all that. But class-wise, or not class-wise, race-wise, I picked pretty much what race embodied him as a character mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. Ace is, like, larger than life. It's kind of mm -hmm. what I wanted to say. So I got a big-ass eight-foot Acemer. <clears throat> how, how tall is Ace again? He is eight-foot-one. So tall. Yeah, he's a big boy. He's a big dude. Yeah, that puts him like three feet taller than Cressida. And how how much taller is he than Digby? Like six feet taller? Or not six feet? That would make Digby like two feet tall. <sighs> I forget how tall Digby is, but so five definitely... feet taller than Digby, likely. Hmm. Probably like five feet taller than Digby. <clears throat> Probably, yeah. I think Digby's like three three foot something. Yeah, I think you're right. I was yeah, I Digby. I don't think Digby's even hit like four foot. Yeah, so insane. he's he's little. He's little. <laughs> so when when making Ace, did you like have anything from your past characters that you did want to continue with? Any aspects that you felt would be fun to bring over and play differently, but had like either it was morals or was it something you did in creation that was the same? Um, I think one thing that resonates with all of my characters is they're all about the people they're with. Mm -hmm. Like all my characters is like, if you will fight beside me and do whatever it takes to get to the place we're going to be, I'll pretty much die for you. It's pretty much how all my characters pan out. And I think Ace is no different. Oh, definitely. I mean, Ace has already done so much for so many people that he's barely, barely known. Yeah, like he offered to go save someone's kid for no money at all. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, speaking of Yeah. So Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Ooh. Are you gonna 
No, go ahead. Go ahead. Everyone's so careful about it now. After, <laughs> after I, I did that on stream. I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Lex did that to me last podcast episode while Allie and I were talking. And Lex is like, I so want to do it. She's like, no, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, keep going. Go ahead. <laughs> like, dude. I embraced the chaos. I was like, I'm um, gonna do it. <clears throat> so I was gonna ask because you picked a paladin and stuff like that. Nace has been fairly open about stuff like that. Can you give us kind of what key factors you included in Ace's character and his backstory? Because, like, we've kind of revealed that, like, um, throughout the sessions and stuff like that, that, like, he uh, has, like, demigod parentage where he's, like, descended from one of the gods in the Norse pantheon and, like, um, is super bound by his oath and stuff like that. So how did you kind of come up with those details and which ones were super important for you to maintain throughout his character creation? Like, how did I pick on what oath I wanted? Yeah, and, like, the god <clears throat> you chose and how that influences him as a character. Okay, yeah. Um, so I chose the Oath of the Open Water. Um, I was torn between that one or the Oath of Vengeance. Because you could kind of see why he has an Oath of Vengeance. I guess Lex can't see that yet. But me and, Braylon, me and Braylon know why he would have went Oath of Vengeance. But I went with Open Water mm -hmm. just because before I even picked his Oath, I already knew his backstory. Like, his dad was a sailor. He's been on boats his whole life. And I already picked the god that I was to. And that god's parent is the god of the ocean. So I thought, you know, kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. You went like a legacy lineage approach. Yeah. And honestly, I picked Freya just because it's kind of different. I didn't want to pick like Odin or Thor or anything mm -hmm. like that. That's too basic. Yeah, so mm -hmm. honor, like all honesty, there's no. no deeper meaning, no matter how bad you want there to be one. I just kind of thought Freya was a cool name. That's so fair. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's totally and then fair. I looked up what she's and the god she's... of, and I was like, oh, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, she's she's a heavy hitter and a bad bitch in Norse mythology, so Love it's it. exciting. It is very exciting. Um, Going back to when you said, you know, all your characters have been like for the people, what would you say Ace's first impressions of his fellow party members were? Um, <clears throat> he definitely thought Naya was fucking weird. Because she's talking to a lizard and she doesn't really talk in a normal person <laughs> tone. Talks like a robot. Um, that really light, airy, breathy voice she brings to everything. Yeah. Uh, he kind of, eh, he loves Digby to death, but he kind of thinks Digby's like throwing away what Ace gave him. Oh. Because it's like, Ace pretty much demanded his freedom and was ready to go to the wall for him. Mm -hmm. And then 10 minutes later, he, he gets caught mm -hmm. stealing from the fucking Duke. That actually, me and Ace, we're so pissed off about that. Same. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Like Jesus Christ! My Everybody was just mad you at it. Now you're fucking stealing. Like, grow up. Figure it out. Yeah. Trying to go right back with a fresh sentence. <laughs> if, if my Give your head a shake. Enough that I was mad at what was going on. I don't know what what would be. And it took an hour and a half. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, so. Digby, he loves Digby, but doesn't think he's a grown-up. Mm -hmm. Like, super, like, come on, man. Um, Cressida, very, um, I think she's very, like, um, crass. And, like, very broad, tell it how it is. Yeah. And that's kind of how he is, so he kind of respects it. Bit of a bitch, but yeah. Oh, well, she 100% <laughs> is, but I love how I think Uh huh. Braylon asked me that question. I think we both had the same along the lines of, like, we're similar and we respect you. There's a respect sort of there. I think it's yeah. awesome that we both had, like, the same Let answer. Me, yeah. Unspoken respect. Yeah. And Ace doesn't really know how to pick up bitchiness, so he <laughs> yeah. just thinks she's being yeah. dead fucking serious all the time. 
So literally, you could Ace doesn't understand humor or sarcasm <laughs> or anything like that. So you could literally tell Ace anything and he'd take it at face value. Oh, that's that's so great. I love Ace. You made a great character. I Yeah, he's good. He's good. I also have so... to ask. Um how did you come up with Ace's laugh? Because I cannot tell you how many people have told me that Ace's laugh is the greatest <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's um, so good. The first time you did it on stream, I... Lord. Ha, 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 ha. So good. Everyone was fucking so confused. Yeah. I honestly, I came up with it in the moment, but it, there was a, like a good <laughs> two minutes of thought behind it. And all I was thinking about is like, how would a motherfucker who's never laughed in his life laugh? <laughs> I was probably like this. Ha, 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 it sounds like ha. a puppet. I love it. It sounds like the puppet, guys. <laughs> his laugh, I will tell you, will evolve. I've already got a part two of his laugh ready. Oh my god. I'm so oh, yeah. Maybe it'll debut next session. We'll see. Oh my goodness. So much for this character. <laughs> so <laughs> what was kind of like what kind of materials did you use like when you were coming up with Ace? Like did you rely on like a playlist of music you had? Did you have movie references that you used? Like how did you kind of formulate the idea for like this super big buff Norse Viking paladin. Yeah. I mean, he hides it pretty well, but Ace is like super damaged and like not good in the head currently. Like he kind of, mm -hmm. he kind of resents himself because as, as you know, Bray, he mm -hmm. like, he didn't do a thing that he damn well could have done. Like, he didn't do good enough? Yeah, stuff that Lex is not allowed to know yet. <laughs> I'm just here. I just work here. You'll find out next session if you ask questions about the boat. I'm pretty sure you're <clears throat> everyone's going to. Or why I named it what I named it. But... Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh... Sorry, I got caught there. What was the rest of the question? I got well, did you boat. use like you know? Did you rely on? Oh yeah, like, okay. Did you, you rely gotcha, on gotcha. music for him? Did you? Um, it was a mix of music, colors, and a movie. So the music. Oh. I was listening while I was making my character from like scratch. I was listening to a song called "The Outlaw Torn" by Metallica, and the song's basically Ooh. about how um. He could have prevented something from happening and didn't. But he, he didn't like intentionally yeah. not do it. Like he just wasn't good enough. It's about yeah. all about how like when he closes his eyes, he just fucking hates himself. And that's what left this outlaw torn. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yes, Grace. that song resonated hard. And then I saw I was on Pinterest one mm. day looking for memes. And some of my school stuff is still on there, <laughs> about, like color theory and shit. Mm -hmm. And I saw this landscape picture, and it was yeah. a bunch of mountains and trees, but everything was different shades of gray. And I was just like, ooh, that's mm -hmm. fucking cool. <laughs> that kind of inspired, like, mm -hmm. his personality, actually. That's really cool. Like, very, very bland and just, like, nothing, not eccentric or dark and twisted. Mm -hmm. He's just fucking... He's borderline an NPC. Oh, boy. <gasps> Um, mm -hmm. speaking, mm -hmm. speaking of music, if, if you think, if you think of Ace had Spotify, if you think he's number one. Yeah, he like kind of hasn't, music. I guess, necessarily had the freedom to like be expressive and figure out like what he's like. Uh, like what his genre would be? No, like his number one listened to artist. Uh, obviously Metallica comes to mind. Right. Uh, who else? Tool. Ooh. I don't know if I know. I don't know. Do you not know Tool? I don't think I do. Go listen to a song called Schism by Tool. 
Okay. It is the weirdest shit you'll ever hear in your life. Interesting. I'll have to listen to it because now I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> I do have to say I have like a list of questions prepared, but I just randomly thought of one because I'm, I'm. No, oh, have better. Just ask chaotic. whatever you want. I don't. Would H I don't care try Skyline take... Chili? <laughs> Would he try what? Would he try Skyline Chili? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ace is pretty boring and likes mid shit, so probably. It's not mid. It's great. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to be an unbiased interviewer. No, no I'm not. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not unbiased about Skyline Chili. Never. I honestly... Honestly, though, probably not. It's a little too much for him. Ace will literally just eat bread and meat. That's, unseasoned. That's fair. Like, that's just him. Okay. Okay. So <clears throat> we've kind of established that like his oath and like his loyalty to the gods and stuff like that is a big thing for Ace and stuff like that. How um, is Ace prepared to kind of deal with, I mean, potentially like, you know, gods can ask big favors of him and stuff like that. Or um, is he kind of in a place where he's prepared to potentially lay his life on the line for beings that might not even consider giving him the time of day? Like, is that... Yes. Where is he at in terms of his faith? 100%. That's who he okay. is. If a random okay, civilian so is about to die, Ace point. is jumping yeah. in front of the bullet. That's just who he is. Okay. So, like, he, we know that he's willing to sacrifice himself for people and do the greater good and stuff like that. But is he prepared to do that for gods and beings that yes. don't necessarily? Okay. Wow. That's his oath, man. That's what he does. That's who he is. You could say you could say a cricket on the street. Yes. Interesting. So then I guess because like I know stuff about Ace's character that Lex obviously doesn't. <laughs> so like to avoid spoiling anything or anything like that. Is Ace's, like, loyalty to his faith and his oath um, a consistent thing? Or is that something that's in place because he's kind of in a position right now where he has nothing else? What are you trying to do here? <laughs> I'm asking you a hard-hitting question, dude. What are you trying to do here? Ace's, Ace's faith since he took his oath has always been super strong. And it got even stronger okay. when the event happened. Man, I don't okay. know nothing. So it, Lex is going to be fucking texting me. No, hey, can you just, no, like, it, tell me? So just pull Hi, could phone. you just, like, let me know what happened, please? Yeah. Be like, wait, what's <laughs> happened here? <laughs> okay, so he's just very, like... Firm and devoutness unwavering. That's pretty cool. It's pretty sick. So, in terms of, like, his honor to do the right thing, I guess. I'm trying to think of how to word this without, like, giving anything away. <laughs> um, is he, like, where does he sit with the events of his past at this point? Like, is he going to, do you think, tentatively... That Ace is going to be able to find a way to reconcile with his involvement in certain events, or is that going to be something that constantly gnaws away at him as we really? progress through the story? What's Ace's background? It's an M word. Just say it. He's uh it's what Marine. And what's the Marine mantra? Yeah. Never stop until the job is finished. He'll get it done or die okay. trying. I feel like I gotta write this down. Okay. <laughs> I gotta take notes. I gotta take notes. I'm like, this isn't a session. I don't have my notebooks ready. <laughs> like nothing will stop him. The only so thing then... that can stop him is death. Okay. Ace so literally one of his, his character desire... traits. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, 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 by all, no, please go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, so one of Ace's character traits is he has almost zero fear. Like he could care less. Odin himself could be down and ask him to 1v1 and Ace will just be like, whatever, do it. He does not get scared. 
very cool. So, I mean, do you think, like, he's, I mean, the party's fairly new to one another. Like, they've kind of known each other for, like, 48 hours and stuff like that. But they're mm -hmm. kind of agreeing to set out on this giant long journey together and rely on one another in a way that they, <laughs> for the majority of them, have never had to rely on another person kind of thing. Do you think through developing new meaningful connections and stuff like that, Ace will find the capacity to be more uh, mindful with his life and his party's lives? Or do you think he'll maintain that like fearless, borderline reckless streak? Um, I wouldn't call him reckless. Come on now, don't put that on him. Um, I think he'll always be fearless, but he's all like I said, he's willing to put down his life to save other people. Like all he cares about is the safety of everyone. And his party is just like top priority for that. Like if Cressida faced danger, Ace would just jump in front of it and die for it. Just because that's who he is. Damn, she's just a bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> good to know i like man i'm like thinking of crescent and <laughs> not yet maybe at some point not yet <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of oh my god oh speaking of your fellow party members obviously ace has one of the greatest voices in in the stream like the the voice you from is awesome what was the creation behind his voice, and then what was your reaction to hearing all the other characters' voices for the first time? Um, I thought, honestly, Cressida's was fucking wild. <laughs> I've never heard you make those sounds out of your mouth. <laughs> when I heard you like that, I was like, holy fuck, Lexa's an it girl. <laughs> like, walking around with a Stanley cup and everything. Oh, um. God. I thought Naya just sounded like fucking Allie. That's just how Allie talks. Or I, I mean, I don't know Allie that well, but oh my god, for the most part, Allie's it just sounds like Ari? her. It just sounds like her, but in a different like pattern. Like her words are more robotic, like yeah, not, yeah, like a regular person talking. Um, I thought Collins mm -hmm. was pretty predictable. I mean, I've heard him make noises for fucking ever, so I just kind of I've heard it before, kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And what was what was the idea behind creating Ace's voice? Um There's a voice oh, I can't remember the fucking name of it. Who is it? I got it from somewhere. Or at least part of it from somewhere. What is it? Oh my god, it's gonna eat at me today now. Can we circle back? I'll try and remember. We can circle back, yeah. Let's circle back. You okay? Hmm. We're Gucci. <laughs> oh no, I got it. I got oh. it. Sorry. It was like a healthy 50-50 between like Kratos. And I used to play this game called uh, Fall at New Vegas. And there was a guy in it named Boone. And he was super like serious and like super, where are you going? Like that kind of thing. So I just wanted to up, like yeah. make that just a tiny yeah. bit raspier and deeper. No, that that's really cool. I I think the voice is awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's honestly not that different from my voice. I just lower it a pitch. Right. Well, that's that's me with Cressida. I just talk in a lower octave and yeah. slightly more angsty. <laughs> <laughs> um. What would you say so far? We've had a few sessions. What would you say has been like your favorite moment or your favorite interaction? Like, what are some moments, maybe like two or three, that have really stood out to you so far? Starting this new campaign with brand new characters, brand new world, everything kind of being like a restart. Uh, my favorite part easily is the tavern. That's always my favorite part of a campaign because I love fucking meeting new characters and stuff, <laughs> seeing what people have come up with. Mm -hmm. yeah that's my favorite like nothing will beat that unless like we fucking kill a god but 
I mean, yeah, that was pretty sick. Or when I smited that bookshelf and just said, "May Freya have mercy on you," and just like fucking, boosh. Yeah, absolutely. Destroyed a piece of furniture. I thought that was a sick way for people to find out who my god is. It was through through a fucking Mm -hmm. divine smite. Party really has like a grudge against furniture at this point. We fought bookshelves, tables, rugs, mirrors, like. Mm-hmm. We really hate inanimate objects. Yeah, it's been a lot of furniture. That was like <clears throat> not super intentional right out of the gate, by the way. It just so happened that. Tell me I don't have 900 IQ when I smash the mirror. I'm like that. Why fight ghosts who can fear us when you're going to smash the mirror? That was Boom. pretty genius. Yeah, and I just got to keep smoking on the floor, so I was all for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was. That was um, awesome. So. I guess, like, we've kind of touched on, like, different party dynamics and stuff like that. But because everyone's still so new to one another, um, a question I have, because you don't have a ton of information on your party members yet. What is a question that you would like to ask your party members, but don't necessarily feel like now is the appropriate time? Doing this to me again. You're doing this to me again. I don't think it'll ever be an appropriate time. But it would be for Cressida. Okay. And I would just ask her, why is she so fucking sad all the time? (sighs) Like, clearly, I don't know what you've been through, but you don't know what the fuck I've been through. And I'm not a dick to everyone. She's not. She's not sad all the time. I think you're muted, Lex. Am I muted? Yeah, I can't hear Lex at all. I'm not. I'm not muted. I can see her. I, I can't hear Lex, so she's not defending your it. mouth moving. <laughs> hang on. Okay, hang on. Hang hmm. on. Hmm. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Are I you love doing- how every episode's gone smoothly, and this one's just tech issue after tech <laughs> issue today. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fuck. Well, my mic was on. So the first thing I was saying was. You're doing this question to me again. The last time you asked this question in a podcast, I lost my ever-loving mind and jumped out of frame. Yeah. She's a little sad. But she's got a perfectly good reason to be sad. Yeah, you know, I get that, but Ace does not. Yeah, that's fair. It's it's, interesting because, like... Ace is a very optimistic person. No, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh my god, thank you so much. Uh, it was like... I don't know, it's interesting because I have all the inside information, so I understand why people <clears throat> are processing what they're processing in their own different ways. But like, it's interesting that you guys don't know that, and the fact that that would be your question is like, why are you so sad all the time? Why are you Compared to, like, bitch? you know, the question Naya had locked and loaded kind of thing. Like, it's interesting to see what each person kind of picks up on and how everyone is kind of like analyzing one another already it's really cool don't, mm-hmm. don't put me through that again that's like flashbacks i'm not doing <laughs> that i couldn't even tell from the tiktok what the question was oh was it cut off whoops i thought i, I thought... uh naya so boldly said it's very obvious you're running from something so was it worth it and lex had to physically leave her chair because <laughs> i was so caught off she's guard. like i can't <laughs> couldn't yeah. the only reason ace would ask that is because he's super so then, optimistic like you could bring hell over him but it's like oh mm-hmm. the sun's still shining that's kind of nice like, who cares it could always be worse so what about what about for digby or naya questions for them um <laughs> digby was would be why are you so immature like, you think you just got out of slavery, you'd be super careful not to get put right back into that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nyas would be... It's good. Oh. Keep going. Well, no, we're recording go away. a podcast. Oh, okay. I'll leave. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anywho. That was, well, this was an absolute fucking gong show. For Naya, it would just be, how the fuck do you have a rat that can speak to you? A, a lizard? Yeah, same thing. 
Wade is not a rat. Wade's yeah. my favorite character. So. <sighs> also. Um, another interesting detail I think that I think could be kind of overlooked that you included in Ace's character, and I don't even know if you did it intentionally. Um, he seems very, uh, like, focused on the equality of everybody around him. I mean, like, he had a moment where he had to make a decision, and he consulted every member of his party and even included the sentient lizard in his decision-making, which, like, kind of just shows that he is mindful of everything around him and stuff like that was like, like an intentional detail or just kind of comes naturally when you step into his shoes. Oh, that, yeah, kind of both. I knew what I was doing when I was doing that, but that's just who he is. He's kind of, he's a, he's a people pleaser. He wants everyone to be happy when they're with him so that when he's gone, people only have nice things to say about him. Ace is going to die okay, this campaign. I just don't know when. Gutted. It's who he is. If anyone's in danger, he will die for them. Like, I made so perfect of a character, he's going to die. But, if, but what if he lives? What if he gets to live? Then that'd be fucking crazy. <laughs> Hell yeah. We've, we've done well so far with not having it. It's, it's just die. don't put yourself in positions where you could die because that will kill me. Oh no! It's it's uh, the the party dynamics so far really seem to be that, like you guys are gonna have to be a cohesive unit because there's a lot of loyalty ingrained in people's characters to the people they're charged with already that I feel like you guys need to be uh, like aware for each other to keep everyone alive kind of thing. Yeah, and that's also a thing I do with my characters is I just want my characters to be a cheeseburger. Do you know what I mean by that? I just want them to be a cheeseburger. I just nope. want you to enjoy them while you have them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't want them to last forever. I don't want them to last two campaigns. Just enjoy them while you have them. So... Because I like... I really like making new characters. <laughs> so, like, I... I Even if Ace does survive for a next campaign, I'll make a new one. Like, he'll have died somewhere. Or be off doing mm -hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, like, if we were to do mm -hmm. a second campaign in Midrios again, or in the same world as Midrios, would you want Ace to be dead, or would you want him to be I've, NPC? I've already got a new character for it that I'm so fucking excited about. I have a new character, too. But, um, like, would you want to be My an character NPC? that I've got okay, so, like, can't talk. On that note, with, like, new character planning and stuff like that, oh my... <laughs> God, blah, blah, blah. Midrios has kind of been designed as a way where, like, the future of the world is dictated by what your party does in this situation. So, like, depending on how stories go, people could run into Cressida or depending on, I mean, you know, you hear stories of demigods ascending to godhood and stuff like that. Ace could be the head of a pantheon that people follow, depending on how that goes. Or, like, stories of fallen heroes and stuff like that. Like, it's very much designed to be linear like that where it would work out like that so it's like i don't know it's cool that you have new characters and stuff like that but let's i don't want them to die yet it's not i don't want it's to too die. soon this is for another campaign. i know it's too soon but braylon has told me in confidence she is going to actively try and kill us so yeah if we make a dumb mistake we're dead look at the world you're in baby it's nitty gritty it ain't easy breezy beautiful you're a human harsh i know i'm <laughs> you a bleed. human Oh, if it bleeds, me, it dies. Oh my god. <laughs> she knows. The human thing? Oh my god, we were talking and oh my god, Naya uh, did the math a little while ago just on like how people age and stuff like that and realized she will vastly outlive her entire party by hundreds of years and was so gutted. She won't outlive me. If I ascend, she won't outlive me. get to be 850. Oh, well, if you yeah, ascend, ascend, that's the yeah. one case. Yeah, then we'll be chilling. Everyone Everyone's else will outlive Cressida. Everyone else will die. I mean, she'll never yeah, outlive Wade, so that's good. Years tops. Yeah, which is devastating because then Wade's by himself again. Uh, Cressida smokes. She's got 50. <laughs> that's true. She's a Not even. She's got... <laughs> Think of the healthcare of where we are. She's got like, maybe 20, actually. Cressida's going to buy Oh, that's like so true. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be lucky girl. to ring in 40. Crystals. 
She's going to heal herself with her crystals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You've made a character who's an in real life 50-year-old woman. <laughs> with all the crystals? Kind of. Yeah. This crystal's supposed to heal your spirit. She's not She's not that crystal crazy. She uses crystals for magic. She's got her crystal ball. You go with planet in your fucking skull. It's not implanted. She can take it off. Oh, can she? I thought it was like buried in there. No. Okay. No, it's not like it's know. not wedged in her. You can't see it, but it's more attached to like almost like a headpiece that yeah. she gets to wear. It's just when you make the character art, it doesn't let you do that. So it's oh, just a jewel that's why it's dead a jewel center. In her head. Yeah. <laughs> I was, just, no, I was taking was, the character. Yeah. It was her mother's. Like she can take it off. <laughs> he was like, what the hell? Yeah, he's like, why is why she had an emerald in her head? Um So, for Ace, because Ace is a paladin and stuff like that, he can kind of dabble in certain forms of magic and stuff like that. Has that been more fun to play with being able to use, like, brute strength and magic compared to just, like, how barbarians do it, which is usually just, like, brute force? Um, Jack O'Hare hit, like, a truck. Ace hits, like, a fucking semi. So, yeah, it's a lot more fun. Okay. Because it really beefs him up and stuff like that. Yeah, Ace's lowest damage roll has been like a 28. That's true. I forgot it's about been, that. Yeah, he's pretty beefy. It's been pretty beefy. So for Ace, like Ace has a very specific, uh, very like well-crafted maul that he packs around, basically like a Warhammer kind of thing. What is the significance of that to you and his character? Because it's like there's certain stuff about it that makes it quite special that's kind of been touched on in the last couple of episodes. Yeah, I can't really talk about this without spoiling it. So fuck it. Here we go. Um, So when his <laughs> when he had his hammer, it was ordinary with no carvings in it. And then the day mm -hmm. of happened and he took mm -hmm. the oath to the hammer like leaning over top of it and before his eyes green lightning carved out the hammer in front of him so the hammer is his oath mm -hmm. oh shit i really so the hammer and it that's why it has the power to like carve shit in ships and oh my god go ahead <laughs> mhm mm speaking of the ship mm -hmm, mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit more about the name of the ship and why you chose it and repeat what it is without spoiling or am i pushing it you can tiptoe around that one i know you can i'm intrigued i want to know okay i named it that because it was cool <laughs> oh my god you'll find out next session i guess i can't tell you why i named it because that's a spoiler okay fine what's the name it's whose fury again um. Oh, I forget his fucking name. Oh, I suck so hard. <laughs> this is why you take notes. I don't have my notebooks oh my with God. me. <laughs> my notebooks are. Are you a note-taking D and D player, Jaren? Pardon? Are you a note-taking D and D player, or do you just kind of show up and say fuck I it? I guess let her rip. <laughs> I'll find it. I'll find it. Everyone, calm down. Everyone, just relax. Everyone, take 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 a, take a take a quick break. Take this moment to go follow us on Instagram. Exactly. That's right. I'm very proud of our Instagram. So you know, go follow our Instagram. I guess while you're looking for it, my question to kind of like follow that up is like, so we've kind of mentioned that like Ace has like a seafaring background sort of thing. Um. How is he doing as a character at the moment now that he's back on the open water in like a vessel that he can kind of captain? What do you mean, kind of? <laughs> he's like, Ace is just like, I am of? the captain. This is my fucking <laughs> ship. Oh, he's in love. It's where he it's where he learned to fight. It's where he loves to fight. He's in his home. He's in his home barn. Gonna, it was Ager's Wrath. Ager's Wrath? Cool. I think that's in a notebook. I just can't remember. Ager's Wrath 2. Ager's Wrath 2. Right. Okay, cool. 
Oh, man. I want... Okay, I'm asking questions. I can ask questions tomorrow, I guess. I say tomorrow. This <laughs> isn't going to get posted till Friday, so... Yeah. We'll hopefully have answers the day, like, yeah. sooner before this comes out. Yeah. I can ask questions last Wednesday. Hmm? I can ask questions yeah. last Wednesday. <laughs> I can ask questions... Uh, three days ago <laughs> yeah. yeah three days ago I asked a couple of questions that were super important <laughs> um since since we're talking about the ship still what do you think the dynamic of the party is going to be now that they're going to be not in a small space but a more enclosed space sailing together you know they're going to have to work together even more than they already have what do you think the dynamic is going to look like um, I think they're all going to follow orders quite well, just based off of everyone. So, like, if I tell mm -hmm. Cressida, hey, can you go straighten that mast? You're probably going to do it because you haven't got a fucking clue how to sail. Or if I ask Digby, hey, go do this, he's probably going to do it. Mm -hmm. So it's probably going to be a lot of teamwork, and that'll probably bring us closer together, I think. Yeah. Hopefully. You don't see any, any like, conflict? Or do you see, like, anything happening? Or what do you think? Or do you just think it's going to go, like, well, like, teamwork-wise? Well, if there's conflict, you'll solve it the way that they do in the ocean. You'll clear the deck and you'll have a fist fight. And then that'll be over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, who, as is tradition. <laughs> who, who's going to fist fight? I'm not above keel I am not above keel-hauling someone if I have to. <laughs> I don't think anyone's If you know what keel hauling is. I don't think anyone's dumb enough to go up against Ace, especially on the <laughs> ship. Well, Braylon so, is, I guess. Because he's like a seafarer. So he's a Yeah. So since he's like a seafaring boat guy and everything like that, like how much research have you done into sailing? Um I've done a little bit. Like I know what you have to do to get a boat moving. And what you have to do mm -hmm. to get a boat stopped. Like, I know how to work sails and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So, done a little bit, done a little bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, tell me if I had my list of questions still pulled up because I don't. Um, what's something that you're hoping to see, looking forward to seeing? Anything like that you are just specifically like, I guess, like, hoping to see in, like, the next session or two? Um, Whether combat. Like, like as Ace or as yourself or both? Like, for as yourself, as for a character? I'm losing my voice. <coughs> um, it won't happen next session, but it's going to be a long road. I just want people to, like, understand Ace. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. there's a lot about him that people don't know. Mm -hmm. And like it, he definitely his character was definitely built in, around. Oftentimes, it's those who seem the happiest, right? So, mm -hmm. like all Ace really needs is a fucking hug, and to oh. be told like, "Yeah, it's all good. You're good." Oh, yeah. Hey, Ace. <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a bounce back off that. That's not what I thought you were gonna say. That's very sad. That's very sad. Oh my god. It is. It's not sad, girl. It's just like, oh, it's so sad. Oh man, we it have is sad. I want him to be happy. None of What's us. What's the point of making happy. a happy character? What's fun about that? That's what I said. Oh hey, I'm I'm fun. I have no no backstory that's gonna be tragic at all. I'm just a normal dude. I'm, What's the point if you don't put your character in the absolute exactly. fucking ringer? I honestly, I think, I thought Echo's backstory was sad, but I think I may have outdone myself with Arts of Crescent. <laughs> One-upped it. Yeah. What, who, who do you think, we know a lot about Jack's backstory from the last campaign. We don't know a lot about Ace, but just based on your opinion, who do you think has like the sat the the sadder backstory? Uh, Ace. I'm so excited to learn more. Like by miles, a hundred percent. 
Mm-hmm. Like not even close. Oh, your wife died, Jack. Aw, muffin. <laughs> You'll be all right. Like muffin. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's. Oh my good. god, that's so sad. It is. I don't. I don't have any back. I don't have any <clears throat> questions to follow that up. <laughs> it's so sad. Well, okay. So I guess like for. Something I'm curious about, because Ace has a more tragic backstory and stuff like that, and, like, we've kind of touched on his demigod parentage and stuff like that. Um, How do you approach playing the complexities of his family dynamics? Because, like, under assumptions, he grew up without a female parent. Like, he grew up without a mom Mm -hmm. because of his god parentage. Does that... Does his desire to have a mother play into how devout he is to her as a goddess or are his faith and his desire to have like family ties separate for him? Papa. Um, for him, that is a good question. <laughs> for him, it's not like he grew up without a mother. She was kind of there. I guess she, he did grow up, but when he mm-hmm. took his oath, it was like a reconnection, like now he has his mom. Like to him, it's like she is always right here. Like whenever he needs her, she's there. So he doesn't really. I don't think it'll be a thing where he's like hunting for it and like stuff like that. But okay. So are his actions solely just coming from a zealous "I'm a good person" point, or are there some actions he takes where it's kind of like I'm trying to also gain? some of my mother's attention because I haven't had it until recently. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, kind of a healthy mix of both because what okay. he does that's good for people gets her attention. But that's definitely not the first mm-hmm. thing he thinks about when he does something for someone. It's just kind of like an added bonus. Got it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, one thing I'm curious about is at the end of the second session, when everyone was asleep, three out of the four party members had dreams that you either got to experience as a player or hear, or you got to experience as a character or hear as a player. So what mm-hmm. was your reaction as Ace to his dream? And what was your reaction as a player to hearing Naya's and Cressida's? Because Digby just got to got to sleep. Um <clears throat> You know, it, the first question should have been, do you remember those dreams? <laughs> <laughs> that should have been your first question. Do you, do you remember those <laughs> dreams? We can give you cliff notes. Um, Not a chance. I, <laughs> I remember Ace's a little bit, how his mom came down and just said, these people aren't uh, safe or whatever, she said. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Not a clue on the other two. Miss, Miss Dungeon, Mother, do you want to give cliff notes on the, the two girlies' dreams? Um, okay, so Ace had a dream, yes, where Freya came down and kind of pointed out, like, these are, this is not safe. These are not safe people. Um, Naya had a dream uh, where she heard a disembodied female voice basically tell her she was straying from her path um, and that it was unsafe and she needed to go back to what she was doing. And then Cressida had a really interesting dream where she felt the presence of a man that basically, uh... They had this, like, weird thing where she basically made a comment about them being stuck together, and he kind of, like, played it off, and then she kind of saw, like, a sign for a shop kind of thing. Like, it was, they were all kind of very disembodied little cliff note messages that kind of only really would make sense to the person receiving the dream rather than, like, everyone else as a whole. And Cressida was called my love by the male voice. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I remember why I don't remember those is because I didn't really think too much of them. Kind of like, it could just be Braylon fucking with you and it's just a bad dream kind of thing. So I kind of like, yeah, eh, I don't know too much yet. So That's fair. let it ride. That's fair. <laughs> it's just bucks and exists in this world. Yeah. He's just here to have a good time. I mean, pardon. He bangs, he bangs, he really bangs. <laughs> he definitely does bang. 
How? So, okay. On that note, for real though. So Ace had sex with the Duchess. Yes, he did. Yeah. Session two. Um. So, okay. So we've talked about Ace being like super honor bound and doing the right thing and this, that, and the other thing. But kind of when presented with a selfish choice, he did in fact make a selfish choice kind of thing is that are those kind of moments of impulsivity something that come up for him now that he has the luxury to make those kind of choices or is it more uh he gets stronger after every mistake so i don't think you'll see him make that again like as you saw okay. the next day he was like we have to make this right like we have to tell him like i can't keep this kind of thing yeah so i don't think you'll see that again mm -hmm. I really, I really need notebooks when we interview people from now on. I'm learning so much, but also nothing. Uh. I know. There's some stuff where I'm like, I can't ask you that yet because we haven't seen that yet. But we'll do like a touch base later oh, on yeah. kind of thing as we progress to see like what happens. Um, With that, so a question I've been asking is like, what three uh, words would you use to describe Ace currently? Because when we check in with you down the road, I want to see if your answer stays the same or if he's evolved. Mm. That's a good one. Um... Man, she's like a journalism major, but she's not one. It's okay, neither am I. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Holy. So much thought. I've never thought about Man's that. Really thinking. I like it <clears throat> caught me off guard too. Well, I like was flustery through it. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I called her bitchy. I think that was one of my three words. Yeah. <laughs> I would say rough. Tough. Okay. And um, fuck. I'm trying to think of a word that doesn't make him sound like he doesn't care. Because <clears throat> he does care, but he doesn't care about his own well-being. Like, like selfless. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with selfless. Selfless. <laughs> Rough, tough, and selfless. Interesting. Um, mm, mm. You could have also gone with stoic. Or honorable. That's what I think of. Yeah, think like, now you're throwing these at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to see where you're at for yeah. him kind of thing. And then, like, you know, like, his version of tough could evolve as he, like, kind of progresses as a character. I just kind of want to see where your baseline for him is at. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> to, um, I mean, he he is tough as nails. You'll probably never see Ace cry ever. Interesting. <clears throat> to, he bottles it up, which is healthy. So healthy. <laughs> <laughs> um, to piggyback off that. No, don't do that, listeners. Don't do that. Don't oh my god! If you or anyone you know need help, please. <laughs> okay, we gotta stop doing this. Help. I can't keep typing PSAs in the bios of these <laughs> things. <laughs> <laughs> Um, to piggyback off that, a question I've been asking is, um, if you could take, like, three, like, movie characters, TV characters, book, video game, any three characters, and mash them together and get Ace, who do you think those three oh, characters would be? Uh, um, the first one is Lieutenant Aldo Rain. Mm-hmm. From Inglorious Bastards. Ooh, okay. Um. Heck Yeah. Then Kratos. Yeah. Oh. And. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> it's always the third one I have I have trouble with. I get two right away and then nothing. <laughs> That's fair. That's very fair. Um, let me think here. Let me think here. <laughs> Those are two really good ones too. And, oh, and um, what is his name? Oh shit, Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I see that. 
I really oh. do see that. The way he talks and laughs completely. <gasps> mm-hmm. I can't unsee mm-hmm. that now. I like it's like parallels. <laughs> that's so good. That's literally how. That's literally his whole humor is Drax as well. It is interesting. Like, mm. nice. <laughs> Honestly, that might have been an inspiration for Ace's like personality in the back of my mind that I just didn't really think about. Because mm-hmm. now that I think about it, they're mm-hmm. very similar. They are. That's yeah. That's really cool. That's like I think that's a good character, honestly. I mean, who doesn't like yeah. Drax? <laughs> um, I think that was my last question. Do you have any? Well, more? lucky for you, you got I a have closer, a couple more because now Ooh, I'm got a couple. Players. Oh, I got a couple of questions. I got a couple for you, baby. So. Since the world is built in a Norse pantheon, heavily influenced by North mythology and stuff like that, from what you know of Norse mythology, who are some heavy hitter characters that you would love to run into, and who would you not want to run into? Um, <clears throat> Ace. Ah, oh, fuck, I can't say that in front of fucking Lex. God damn it. I'm so sorry that I'm here on the podcast I co-host. We'll just, we'll just scratch that one. Um... <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm here. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just work I here. don't want to run in I don't want to run into Balder. Because he fucking doesn't die or feel pain. So Who knows? That could be saying, a cute little run in you guys. The old are saying, if, I, if it bleeds, I can kill it. Yeah, he doesn't bleed, so you can't kill it. Mm-hmm. Um wouldn't mind to run into Thor, see whose hammer's better. <laughs> I bank on mine. Fair. Fair. And I think Loki would be a fucking cool fight. Oh, you... Because he'd make, he'd make like, illusions of himself and shit. It'd be sweet. The mm-hmm. Motherfucker of trickery himself, yeah. Very, very cool. Very cool. I know. Friend, you know, you know the other one I want to run into, but Lex doesn't know. Lex knows nothing. It's the, the big boy. It's the Mac Daddy. The Coheban Brown. Oh. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. I'm just going just gonna to pull it. The, uh... I think you can it. say Lex it. Can know. It's podcast reasons. Fucking Odin. Oh, also, I was assuming, but... A- Ace wants to kill Odin yeah. so fucking bad. Oh, just straight up kill him. Oh, like fucking rip his head off. And fucking He's... shit on it. Oh well, now I want to know why. The All Father. It's just basic. It's basic Norse mythology. Who is Odin's ex? It it oh, it focuses on the yeah. dynamic between Freya and Odin, and I that's not tough. Okay. <clears throat> Family's messy. Family is messy. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Ooh, or the so Kraken. We. Oh. Well, it's not really Norse, Ooh. but that'd be so sick so the party can see how good I am at fighting at sea. But so, okay. It's like selfishly, I want to show up <laughs> during this, the sea. This is just yeah. me not knowing as much about Norse mythology. So, like, you're, you're Freya's son. So, like, do you have any yep. relation to, like, Thor yes. and Loki and all <clears> the other ones you... <clears throat> Not to Thor, no. Yes. Oh. Not blood. No, no, but you technically... So, Norse mythology, like, Freya is the sister of Freyr, who's um, a god in Norse right. mythology. She's also the daughter of Nord, who's the god of the sea. Um, And she has a son, Baldur, who she uh, basically blessed or cursed, depending on how you want to look at it, with immortality and the inability ability to feel pain because she didn't want any harm to come to him because mother's love but she basically cursed him to feel nothing period mm. um so he would technically be ace's half brother and then like she was the wife of odin at one point kind of you guys don't know where their relationship sits at the moment in this sort of thing but there's heavy right. connections um amongst deities and honestly like all of your guys's deities connect in some way shape or form you guys just don't know it yet 
that, yeah, that's why I was curious because I'm like, how does because especially I don't know anyone's other deities. Only all I know is mine. Yeah. Mhm. 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 I was just mm-hmm. curious. It's, it's gonna be crazy mm-hmm. when you guys. Let me find out. out someone's is Odin. Let me find out. <laughs> oh, that'll go over well. we'll I'm see. Sure. You know how many gods are gonna want to kill me because I want to kill Odin? Well, it's like quite a few. <laughs> Or you're going to have some that want to help you because not yeah. everyone's a fan of the All-Father. That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very cool. There's a lot of like potential to take Ace's character in different directions kind of thing. Um, So like to dovetail that idea, I guess, like end of the campaign, however many sessions it takes, blah, blah, blah. Like we kind of know what you think would happen for Ace. What would be ideal for you to conclude Ace's story? Like, what in a perfect world would be the best way to end his story? He dies saving the party. Oh! He's got a big hero complex, so, so if he sad. dies saving people, that is the best storybook ending I could have for him. Oh, that's like, oh, that's okay. like so sad, okay. but I see it. Like, I it can... is all but inevitable. It's very sad. It's like beyond yes. tragic. Man, um, we haven't had a character. Oh my god! So I guess, like, I guess my final. No, no, we haven't yet, which is crazy. Well, it's a campaign of firsts. Period. Um. So I guess my final question, kind of thing, is like where. Because so far, it's just a lot of, like, building party dynamics and stuff like that. Where do you see Ace's relationship with each of his party members kind of evolving at this Um, point? You know, I've had a lot of days where I think, do I even want to romance this campaign or no? But I I don't know. I think Ace is almost unlovable that way. So. Well, yeah. Then maybe not in, like, a romance way. But do you see, like sibling-like relationships yeah. mentor-like relationships anything like mm-hmm. just like well, what do you see with them yeah i don't know i think he's almost too robotic to like you know like he's only really had one person that loved him his entire life and has just kind of been a soldier like you're expendable kind of thing like that's his mindset mm-hmm. like he knows he's expendable yeah so it's, so it's really kind know. of at a point only, where it's not necessarily what they evolved to it's yeah yeah so it's not necessarily that he like has a set idea or you have a set idea it's more that he's at a point where like it's about the fact that he suddenly has relationships and then exploring what those turn into like he can't even see <clears throat> kind of past Ace, like there are people Ace around me that really, care about me yet yeah Ace really, really doesn't like to get close to people because, yeah, you know, everything yeah. Reasons. that he gets close to fucking dies. So, yeah, so mm-hmm. it might be hard to get in, but, you know, once you're in, the love's Once you're in, you're in. Once you're in, you're in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aww. That's so sad. Okay. I just want Ace to, like, feel loved, even just, like... <laughs> This like mess of people is like my my chosen family, and it's yeah. a he's got a fucking military mess, robot love pro- programmed brain, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he's in a new setting in a new environment with new people, and I'm super intrigued to see how like his previous years of conditioning counteract with what's happening page. now because they're vastly different. Yeah, we've got it. We've got it's so cool. I love it. Oh. Got a bunch. I don't know how else to describe them. They're a they're a bunch at the moment. <laughs> you guys are all really different, but in really complimentary ways. Like mm-hmm. it's really cool to see how they interact with each other. Well, we've got we've got a guy that just got his freedom after being <gasps> a slave for his entire life. We and got, is trying to go back. <laughs> we've got <laughs> a paladin who will stop at nothing to protect everyone around him. We've got a warlock who is just a 
bitch and a half. And we've got a druid who is like the most whimsical thing you have ever mm-hmm. seen in your life. And somehow they're all working together on a boat. Thank you so much. I'm excited to see what happens. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was fun. Coming on. Um, As always, you can watch our streams on Twitch uh, at DS Escapades. All our VODs and podcasts and everything go on YouTube, and your podcast can be found wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on like 20 different streaming services. I'm not going to list them all. Follow us on social media at DS Escapades, and we will see you guys next time. Boy. Hey